Yo, it's the Smash Bros. cast episode. Who knows? Crawler, what's up, dude? Hey, how's it going? Crawler coming at you. Johnny Bo, what's happening? I'm at the bottom. That's okay. What? Here, here for people that are watching. There you go. I thought you were, there you go. Uh -oh. Okay, I thought you were going in order, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm at the bottom. We have such special guests. Such special guests. One of these gentlemen had no problem whooping my ass continually on stream and then has basically become my Morpheus. My my albino Morpheus peon. Jesus. <laughs> That's right. He's, he's, he's always like, why, why did I beat you? <laughs> and then he was like, do you think that's air you're breathing? And I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute, Peon. Right now? What's up, baby? Josh, dude, great, great to be on here. Uh, I, I was just thinking actually the other day. It's been three years uh, since that 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 fateful day happened. Uh, you and I did a, sort of a one v one training sesh on your stream. Yeah, and it was. I mean, I'm glad that you know that you you took so much from it. You, you, if I'm your Morpheus, that means you're my Neo, Josh. You're the chosen one. No, I'm not the one. That's my old <laughs> motto on Xbox. I'm not the one. <laughs> Av. You just memed the hell out of me in uh, in this B roll with your uh, with your hero here. How are you? I'm doing really well. I, I I can't. It's not memeing. It's it's totally legit. It's <laughs> yeah, dice roll. It's, you know. it's all calculated. No, it's been. I I am so excited to be back on because I, I just I just remember like some of my favorite memories were like kind of like I guess like having like collaborations with like with like the podcast Smash Bros. Cast Beyond the Meta Game. It was it. I I'm just so glad that we're back here doing this. It's it's so much fun to be back. I, I you know what I'm. It's just so great. There's like, th do you guys feel like there's just something in the air? I know Sora was like exciting for a lot of people, right? I couldn't none of us too, cried on stream. None, no, I didn't cry. There was no real emotion or. I reaction, did a little, but you're so full of it. <laughs> you're so full of it. Uh, but, but I don't know, like. You know, part of me was thinking like, oh, man, that's it for Smash. Like, we're not going to get any more waves of hype. But you like Smash has lived on. I mean, look, look at Melee. It's still, still still going strong for what? 20 odd years, you know, like. This the, the Smash ain't going anywhere. And yeah. I, I get people. I'm seeing people commenting all the time like, yo, like, can I get can I get coaching? Like people asking me for coaching. I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, just this roll. is not the person you're asking. <laughs> and hey, so, sometimes, sometimes you don't have to be the best player to be the to be a coach. You know, that's right. That's absolutely true. There's, there's, you can totally spot even if you can't always pull off the things you're trying to do. You can usually spot what's wrong and help people improve. So, before we get started, we do have to talk about one thing, and that is Manscaped.com. Head on over to Manscaped.com. Now, I know a lot of you listening to this are Smash players and you probably barely shower, but if you're into grooming, you're into grooming save 20% and get free shipping by using coupon code N64Josh at manscaped.com. They got deodorants in there. And there is deodorants. Well, I mean, I think everybody just stopped listening right now. You know, anybody that has been to any kind of a local or a major event like it's not a joke 
the, that was in the like, that was in the tweets at Genesis, I think, right? Like, yeah, it was like, you, please shower, use the like, please use deodorant. Like, it's not, it's a, it's a known, it's a known issue. So, if you are on that road to cleanliness, pick up some Manscaped and take it, take it one hundred and ten percent. You know, like we say on the Nintendo Powercast, if you want to keep your princess in the castle, you got to keep the bushes trimmed around the flagpole. All right, so. <laughs> so not here too might have to check one of those out josh you just told me yeah i'm a ginger really good product yeah they sent them to all of us so Mm -hmm. that weed whacker and that lawnmower they're good stuff man i've had some traumatizing experiences in that realm so (laughs) there's a guard you know there's a guard do we need to have a training (laughs) i yeah after after there are some going. YouTube videos with some <laughs> and, tennis balls and, and how, how to shave a walnut. <laughs> <laughs> Please. I'll take all the help I can get here, Josh. I got you. I got you. I'm here for you. So one of the things we want to talk about tonight is the, the bait and punish, which to me feels like the bread and butter of smash, right? Don't get me wrong. There, I feel like Smash is this continual jigsaw puzzle that I'm constantly finding out I'm missing a piece, and then, and then I find that piece and I add it, and then it it shows me more of the puzzle that I can then continue to work on. That's basically how Smash is. Like, there's not often that I'm not thinking about Smash and how I can how I can improve my game or what, you know, I can remember at one point playing the game and just focusing on moving really quickly. Like really quickly. And I remember like Mr. Cool Red Luigi was like, dude, your movement is crazy right now. And I'm like, that's it. I'm that's that's smash. I'm playing smash. And then I would still get I would still get punished super bad. Just roll. Right. Yeah, just roll. And so the bait and punish is the chess match that happens in seconds. Right. That is the you guys have said time and time again. One of the things I remember you guys just trying to really ingrain ingrain in us and you guys talk about it on your show and everything is watching what your opponent is doing and punishing it. Right. That's I mean, that's 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 smash in a nutshell. If you don't want to get hit, watch what your opponent is doing and punish it. But it's a matter of doing that in the like in seconds. Right. You're like, okay, I'm noticing they're running back and forth. I could jump in right here, but then I might back up to see if I can have them go for a grab that they're going to whiff. And then boom, I'm able to hit them with something and start chipping away at that percentage. Your certain character like Luigi, you're going to want to get that grab at zero. You know, you're not going to want to just chip away, but, um, but after you, that initial damage, then, then it's, you know, it's, it's free game to, uh, to, to, to do the chess match. So what, and I mean, and crawler and I have experienced this, like our last bit of, of B roll was like, it was the most fun smash we've ever played together. And we've been playing for three, you know, three years since the announcement of this game. Like, and it was like literally just back and forth. It was, it was that one opportunity to finish off a stock is what would typically take, you know, that's what would win the match. Mm -hmm. And so I want to kind of just do a deep dive into this and like, um, Avi, maybe I'll start with you. Like 
you, you know all about the progression as a Smash player. You've been you've been in the thick of it for years and years and years. Do you recall when that like for you was there a moment that you were like, "Yo, I'm starting to I'm I'm starting to see similar to like the Matrix where it's like, "Oh, you know, blonde, brunette, redhead, right? It's no longer code. It's just it's just what is." Like do you, do you recall that happening? Um I, I'm going to answer this question with something I've actually heard recently. And I think that is, it, it was, it's so profound that I think everyone I think deserves to hear this. Uh, there's, there's something that a, a smash coach, smash ultimate coach, uh, I don't know, Korean or Charles Thorin. Uh, he said recently, I think it, it was, it was on, it was on a show or some content that he made. Uh, he talked about this concept called refresh rate. Uh, similar to like your monitor's refresh rate. Every individual smasher has this refresh rate that they're that they're developing. And, and what does this mean? Uh, it, it means like how quickly you're able to refresh your action based off of the current situation. And what I realize is that my improvement, I think, directly correlates with like with my refresh rate. It's like, and a good example of low refresh rate is like you do an option no matter what you'll notice that when you're playing sometimes you you want to do an option because it feels good and you do it anyway regardless of what the situation is regardless of what you see on screen that's what we call like low refresh rate um i noticed that the more that i think about the more that i actively think about okay am i responding to what i'm seeing to the visual and audio inputs am I, it, the moment that i'm responding to these things and that i'm ac actively like uh, looking to act on these things, that's when I'm improving. So I, I would never like bring it to like one moment, but I but I know that whenever I feel like I'm improving, whenever I get that like dopamine hit from from doing something really well and it feels a little different, it's because I've recognized the situation and my refresh rate's increasing and I do something different. Instead of doing the thing that I want to do and my brain's like, oh, it, it, it'll be cool if I do this or it'll be like, or if it you're used to doing this, it's kind of canceling that out and saying, no, do, do this, do this thing instead. And I'd say that's what I would contribute most of like my improvement in the game too. I go into every match thinking that like, okay, play, like play your game, make them play your game. Right. Don't just run in. And uh, I think Crawler mentioned it in the last episode. Like, it's like be intentional with your moves. Right. Don't just throw them in. Like, don't just throw it in hope, but like be intentional. Are they are they going to land? Are you are you doing them? But then it doesn't always execute. Right. Because you just kind of get into the moment and you're like. Or, or what I'm finding is the freaking uh, quick play solo is the worst because you can get away with so many bad habits and then you run into a wall when you play against somebody that just reads everything that you're doing and baits you out and punishes you. Right. And so it's like trying to go into each match that like in some cases smash could be this match may be a little bit boring, but I'm going to chip this. I'm going to chip this percentage away until, until I win this match. 
right? So, Peon, you're sitting there. I know you got something to say on this subject. <laughs> I have so much to say. So, I mean, Josh, this goes back to a moment you alluded to uh, in the beginning of the show where you called me your, your albino Morpheus. Uh, and we were playing. <laughs> and and you killed me. And you killed me. I believe it was with the Mario F Smash and, and Smash <laughs> 4. And I was like, hold, hold up, Josh. Drop the controller. How did you just kill me? He's like, oh, you're like, well, an F smash. I'm like, okay, well, what what gave you that opportunity? Like, why were you able to land that F smash in particular? And I probably said like, luck. <laughs> you're like, I don't know, dude. You just ran into you ran into my my F smash. What are you talking about? And um and and that's the the biggest um the big the biggest thing that I want to point out is while you're playing, uh, even at a very low level, when you first kind of get a grasp of the controls and, and the game and how it functions. You're making these very um, subconscious adaptations to your opponent all the time, and you're responding like with AB uses refresh rate analogy. You're responding to the visual uh, stimuli of of like, hey, this person just ran at me and air dodged. I'm gonna forward smash. Like you're doing that right away. You're already learning how to how to punish. But what I would suggest, like a, a good way to think about this as a as a beginning player or even a mid mid to high level player, um, is uh, you need to be intentional with how you are killing your opponents. And like the biggest antidote, the biggest battle plan I would draw up for like a low mid-level player would be play the play the first couple of stocks of every, every one of your matches sort of defensively. Put your feelers out there. Like it's like you're at a at a party in college and you're sitting by the, you know, by the mixed drinks and you're and you're watching the people, you're seeing the different social circles, and then you you make your move. Same kind of thing, like just dwell, relax, and then see, whoa, okay, is this the kind of person who lands aggressively from disadvantage, who attacks whenever they're like, you know, getting comboed? Is this the kind of person who air dodges? Is this the kind of person who retreats to ledge and then kind of plays the, the ledge game? Um, you can put these people into broader categories and, and then from there uh, really sort of plan your punishes and, and, and how you're going to exploit your opponents. It's one of the things that that has been helping me a lot. And in, in even speaking about like terms like disadvantage state, advantage state, neutral game, all those things. I mean, we've been talking about that for forever, but even listening to and watching high level play. Right. And listening to them talk about how they're like stuff is happening so quick. Right. But when you're watching MK Leo and like he's literally like moved and then moved again. And now he's striking because the last time he kept going wonder like that, uh, that put him in that, that advantage state right there. And he's now, you know, he's now dealing the damage and then probably sending them off the, off the edge. And now it's a whole, like the game is continually progressing depending on where you are on the stage and, 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 and what state you're in. And I think, uh, again, just like the the thing for me is is really being intentional about those moves. It's not just about running around and throwing a nair and hoping it hits. It's not just about you know playing with Mithra Pyra now. Like I mean, they she, Mithra's fast. She's lightning fast, but she's just chipping away. You're not you're not doing a ton of damage with with each hit. But now. I mean, and I started doing it more with Mario too, because the percentages dictate which, which move you're going to do after, 
you, you know, the down throw or the up throw, depending on depending on the percentages. Pyra is going to probably come out around 60 percent because one well-placed F smash and that's the stock. Yeah. Well, and, and that's the that's the interesting thing about, um, I don't know, I suppose I suppose we were categorizing this as bait and punish. But adaptation comes in all all shapes and sizes mm-hmm. like the, um you know there are times where let's say as as mithra or or the, the mk leo analogy that you you put that you, you talked about um there are times where you know he's adapting the entire match right every single moment whether it's in neutral whether it's an advantage disadvantage every little thing he's picking up subtle um clues that the, his opponent is communicating and that sounds overwhelming you know, like that there's just this infinite amount of adaptations happening always. There is, I think the easiest way to break into this discussion is to look at one individual piece of that. Uh, so like adapting, like, like when I play a match, I'll think, okay, how do I kill this person when he's in disadvantage or what are his habits when he's in advantage? Does he like wait for my air dodges or does he attack me right away? You know, I would say like try to consolidate, um, your your adaptation does that make sense like av do you get what i'm trying to say yeah i i was actually gonna you kind of touched on something that's very close to what i was gonna say is that like when a new player comes in and they try to look at mk leo's like adaptations and they try to digest all of this (laughs) it's impossible like yeah. It's impossible. I'd say it's even impossible for even some of the best players to digest what's going through MKLeo. And so, what's the chance that you're going to be able to pick apart each of these interactions? It's yeah, it's, it's like a fry yeah. cook trying to like find all the ingredients in Gordon Ramsay's sauce. You know, <laughs> like you know if it's tasty or if it tastes bad, but you don't know. You know, all the different things. You know, it's 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 incomprehensible. Yeah, exactly. So intentionality comes with like a basically addressing each one of these things in individually and slowly like i guess continuing with the cooking analogy slowly like stirring that into the pot right i mean a stew isn't made from kind of nowhere you don't just there's no like uh there's there's no box recipes for like there's a stew. can maybe there are actually <laughs> for, for for homemade stew <laughs> you got it you got to stir grandma stew grandma well, adds one ingredient at a time but even the meat if you you know put a little some onions garlic little oil in the bottom of that pan and then sear that meat before you then you know pour the rest of the the broth in or whatever that you're going to use that's going to that's going to those that little detail is going to change the uh it's going to change the way that 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 stew tastes, mm-hmm. right? You add a little, add a little, add a little flavor, right? Add a little <laughs> flavor. So, um, John, by all, I know, like you, you've been on one episode with us. We kind of talked about mains. We talked about like this. We'd love to get into the deeper, like the deeper elements of of Smash. So, at any point, like if you if you have any questions, anything like that, like this is all about like this is all about learning. Like we're, we're these, and these guys are like a plethora of knowledge. So like, you know, but by all means jump in, I know I want to say like crawler and I, like, I feel like we've been such great teachers for each other because we've had to continually adapt, right? Like you guys got to play crawler tonight. He got you with that up B coming back to stage, right? He's gotten me with that too, but it's been a minute now. 
right? Like and, the air dodges at the perfect time now, and it yeah, pisses me off. <laughs> yeah, and he'll still try. He'll still try, but at that point, he's forcing it. And then if I hit him yeah. with the flood or something, he's going to be in trouble, right? And so yep. it's it's like you're continually going. Well, this move did work at one time, right? And it still may work. It, it's very true with Mithra Pyra, like that. You know, you could throw Mithra's side B, like I just did right there, but that wasn't safe. That that didn't that didn't help me at all. And now I'm now there's the match, right? <laughs> and so it's it's it, even even Pyra with the up B, you know, it's incredibly unsafe. Yet I played a couple matches with Antoine today and almost three stocked him with mainly using Pyra because I was able to catch how he would cape with his Mario and I would up B and just drag him right in. And that, I think I killed, took at least two of his stocks that way. Dude. But like, that's what I want to hammer in on Josh is not only did you do that, but you're cognizant, cognizant of it in hindsight, right? You know exactly why you won. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of people that play smash, even that are like mid-level players that can go to a tournament, win a set or two, potentially, uh, maybe maybe even get to top eight, where they don't know why they won or why they lost, um, and uh, that you know it's it's way harder to learn and and to improve like in a macro sense, like you know from from day to day, if you don't know exactly why uh, you're winning or losing, you know, and like there's so many people out there, and if it's you, you know, if if this reminds you of yourself, raise your hand because I'm guilty of this where I'll just kind of autopilot and I'll just attack, 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 attack. And then I'll realize like, wait a second, like maybe I should wait for him to attack and then dodge that or block that. And then sort of yep. counterattack. Like listen, I don't always have to be the one to approach, you know, like, and especially that- online, I feel like I like the, the, the quick play stuff. Cause you have to deal with the bullshit rule sets sometimes. Oh, and yeah. so you got to keep your eyes out for that three minute, Three minute two stock uh, with, rule set that you get with final smashes. Yeah, yeah, and and there's certain like entire character archetypes, right? Like I I played I was at a local a couple weeks ago against a very good duck hunt, and game one I was just like you know I I was just running forward 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 getting hit by cans gunmen clay pigeons I was just getting destroyed, and like I lost an entire game and I'm like I'm thinking about it I'm like wait why don't I just like n- not approach you know. And then I got the reverse 2-0. I, I won I won in games two and three because I just stood there, you know. But like it took me an entire game. It took me much too long to to, to realize that. And so I don't know. I would I would AV, I'm curious to what your solutions are on this. But I would recommend like in between stocks, like act like use stocks sort of as like checkpoints uh, to calibrate like your mm-hmm. sort of adaptation or your bait and punish play. Like, hey, what what worth that stock? What didn't? What am I doing wrong? Like even taking a moment or two, a second or two, despite how emotionally invested you are in the match, to like dwell and to and to think about it consciously. I don't know. Is, is that too much? Am I asking too much? Uh, I I don't I don't think so. But it can sometimes in a tournament set. It can sometimes be very difficult, like calming your nerves. I, I think that's an entire skill that needs to be developed. It's like an entire skill that needs to be developed and trained, which is just being aware, like having that awareness and having having the processing power to have like active brain power and active thinking during a match. That's something that definitely needs to be practiced. A a lot of people, I think, especially like I'll play with a lot of people and um, I'll ask them to tell me like what they're thinking. I'll ask them to tell me like, like what's going on in their head very much in the same way. 
that that you did that you did pee on when you asked Josh like okay how did you how how did how did you kill me <laughs> and most people are, are are just are just not used to it at all it's in because in friendlies and when you're just playing your friends when you're just playing online it's not something that that you do really it's not it's not a muscle that you that you stretch it's like you don't stretch the active thinking muscle when you're just playing friendly (laughs) but you have to actively do it you have to actively say okay i'm gonna play serious smash here i'm gonna i'm gonna be thinking about what i do and it's and the reason that you don't do it is because it's exhausting you can't do it most people cannot do it for like more than 30 minutes or an hour because you start seeing all of your mistakes you start seeing everything your opponent's doing and you, you see everything and you get frustrated because yeah. you see everything and that frustrates you because you know exactly what needs to be fixed. <laughs> I think Josh and I have more intense matches than than when we're GSP grinding, just playing each other. Well, and even when when the first few nights, I think the first night John John jumped in with us, like it didn't go well for him. And then like the next Keep time bring that up. The Keep next time. Yeah, but the next the, the next time though. You, I like you were like you were making jokes about how this is your house, you know. Like <laughs> you, you totally adapted, and it was like we we couldn't get away with the stuff. Like I think we all know what our characters are capable of, and what the cheap stuff is that you're gonna get away with, especially if people aren't expecting it. Like I can I can cape stall on ledge against most people and almost guarantee a back air every single time. Do you know how many? You know how many times I do the uh, that stall against crawler now? Try I'm a, never. I'm a bite you. Like, yeah, it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. And 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 John adapted so you know so very well. And then the next time we played, it was a it was like this triangle of like, uh, you know, I can't remember if I I beat John and I he beat, beat you, and, you beat John and no, John yeah, beat it was me. The- yeah, it was just like it was just round and around and around. And it's it, it's a continual adaptation of like, but. Like AV was saying, we jump in when we're just when we're just friends, just kind of just kind of goofing around, and it's just kind of like, oh, I'm just on autopilot, yeah. right? And I'm I'm usually the the one that gets baited. I'm really good at getting baited, you know. Some might call me a master <laughs> at it. <laughs> yeah, well, I, but I, think, I, I think. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, John. <laughs> I, I've uh, I've noticed like I could see things happening like right before I I, I you know recover too high or something. I know I'm gonna get punished, and I, I don't know how to fix it. So I need yeah. to really observe my, maybe check out my replays and see how I could have, you know, recovered differently or, or came back to stage differently. Well, well, let's I, assume I, that that you are dying in a way like where you you see it, like you're dying a lot. You're gonna hit by the same punishes. Maybe like your friend keeps f smashing you, right? And um, I think that's a good a good thing to hone in on. Sort of like I was I was suggesting earlier that you might want to consolidate the way that you think about adaptation. So in this instance, you'd be consolidating just looking at like how am I dying? What am I doing wrong in disadvantage? Right is is is, is the question really? Um, and usually there will be a theme. It will be either you're burning your double jump too early and you're land like you're landing sort of you know, you're 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 using all of your uh, options while in disadvantage too quickly and then now you have nothing left you're getting punished maybe it's like you're using one attack like that's very unsafe too often or or just attacks in general that are unsafe too often or or maybe you're you know like air dodging a lot there could be a lot of these things or 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 one of those things that's happening 
Um, but that's, that's actually how I would advise people to work on this skill is just look at one aspect at a time. Like John, I think that you should literally next time you play Josh and crawler, uh, every single time that you die, I want you to like be able to write a five page essay on why, right? <laughs> like seriously, <laughs> like, like, and then make and- Josh read it because I know how much he loves to read. <laughs> 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 exactly exactly and then and then you know next time you play you could say okay well like what does josh doing poorly and like what can i what habits of his can i exploit and play with with that sort of um you know hunter's ravenous mindset um i don't know yeah you know, I, I i've i've noticed that, you know i've only been playing with josh and crawler for you know maybe close to two months now and i've noticed that i've been able to you know, read their, their play a little bit more. Now that mm-hmm. Josh is using Pi- Pirate Mithra, it's a little bit of adjustment to get used to as opposed to the Mario. Um, but I, I, you know, just joining this, the, the, the podcast has made me want to get better and want to learn how to, how to, you know, be, I don't think I'll ever be a pro, but like, I don't want to be, yeah, but we can at least be high tier softball. Right, <laughs> like, yeah, we could be in the beer league. You know, we could be in the beer league. <laughs> that's we're, that's we're, what I'm talking about. That's that's yeah. the role we get to fill and smash. Like, we don't have to be pro, but we can have a we can have a great time getting to that. Like, working towards that, yeah. and and just ha- just just improving as players along the way. You know, like it. It's cool, like jumping on stream and then getting a number of wins and having people be like, yo, you've, I can see where you've improved here. Yo, this is like that kind of stuff like is great versus like when I started and it was just a continual ass whooping for like a year and a half yes. straight, you know, of just like eating nothing but humble pie. But it was like, this is the, this is the, the diet you need to get to that next level, right? There's just, there's no way around it. You're not going to. You're not going to grow without that, without that humble pie. My viewers are even like, you used to be trash. Like what, what <laughs> happened? Like, you actually could hold your own yeah. for the most part for, I don't know, at least, at least my Terry Sora needs a lot yeah. of work. Wait, John, I want to talk about something though. Like something that I really like and something that's actually really missing in a lot of people that you showed like by recognizing like your own habit is that many people, when you ask them, like, what are my habits are really unable to answer it so specifically. Uh, there's a really good, like, um, there's a really good like analogy that goes with, uh, this is going to be, this is a little like, it's going to sound a little tangential, but with people that like try to quit smoking, for example, like sometimes like the best like way to like know how to like stop a habit is by just placing a marker, placing this, like placing this mental post-it note, every single time you do something. And so like, you, I feel like you're doing that. You have that like marker every single time that you like, you recover high or every single time like you're doing something. You, and and this, and sometimes I think you have to accept that that's actually like, honestly, the most important step because eventually your brain is going to hate, like is, is going to see that. Eventually you're going to be placing that marker every time you place that. And then you're like, wait, and then there's that one time, maybe after like 15 or 20 or like a hundred times, you place you place that actively, you place that over and over again. But then on the hundred and one time, you're like, yeah. wait, you're like, wait, wait, I've been here before. Yeah. yeah. See, yeah. like recognition yeah. is the mental part, and the punish is like the actual like grindy, gamey, like physical part. 
right? So in terms of like accelerating your progress, like you can't really shortcut uh, learning how to appropriately punish every move in the game. It just takes experience and practice. But you can shortcut the recognition aspect of it by being extremely conscious of it. Like A.B. saying, that post-it note analogy is great. The the thing to kind of go back a little bit too to like what, what you were talking about, Peon, about the uh, just stopping, like stop being the freight train. Like that's that's me, <laughs> right? I mean, yeah, it's me just too. that's that's just me. I will I will, you know like shoot ask questions later you know what i mean like it's just <laughs> like that's just that's just, it's always been me in first person i'm always the first one to die like you know the yeah. first one to throw a grenade at my teammates um and so uh why do you think that is i can tell you exactly why it is because it's fun when i played 64 <laughs> games with anybody in the neighborhood i could do that and it was unstoppable yeah and then you run into people that are better and you're like this, what do you no, exactly. Uh, yeah, still... it's it's a you learn bad habits based on skill over less skilled opponents, and then when you meet your equal and or greater, you're just wrecked by your bad habits. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so if you play an FPS game for the first time, Josh, like if you like, let's say you download, I don't know, Halo Infinite when it first drops, uh, are you going to like run and gun right away, or when you first pick up a game, are you kind of like stealthy, like figuring things out? Or is it just like baked within you? Like with Halo, it depends. It's going to depend on the mode. But like typically, I'm going to do my very best to just get a hold, get a hold of a BR. And okay. and the thing is too, I recognize it, right? So once you recognize that you do that, you stop doing it as as often, you know. So like he's I, less and, he's less of a go getter in big team battle as well. Oh yeah, I will play more defensively and make sure I have the sniper just because that's what I enjoyed. I enjoy doing. Like, it's just, I'll play defense and like big team capture the flag or whatever. And, you know, especially with the new weapons skewering the warthog, like there's nothing, there's nothing more satisfying. Right. So, so yeah, it's, it's, it's something that, you know, I've had to, and, and, and plus like, you just realize it's like, if you want to win and you may have to play a little scrappier than, than your opponents, right. It may have to, it may have to be like, yo, I planted this grenade just perfectly as I was turning around and was able to get the headshot. And in some, in some cases I'm, I, I don't, and I, and I lose that, that gunfight, right. It's just the way mm. it's just the way it is. And so when it comes to smash though, like I remember watching some of the tournaments, right. And I love that I have like a front row seat to, you know, everything with these, with these, I mean, everybody that's watching, I guess has the same view. I do a stream, but, but it's like, I remember this Dr. Mario, that just ran through everybody in my tournament. He was just the anime avatar, Dr. Mario, <laughs> like, you know, like, but I almost felt like he just stood there and waited for you to mis- do like waited for you to mess up and then yeah. just punished you so severely every time. And you would, and you would watch. And I noticed it with my own gameplay where like, I'm jumping in, I'm jumping in, I'm trying to force a back air. I'm trying to force a, you know, a fireball to a grab. I'm, I'm not crossing up correctly. I'm, I'm, I'm hitting shield and then just leaving myself vulnerable. Like I, I, it was a continual thing of like, just like force, force, force. And, and it's hard when you watch high level Mario play, you're like, yo, there's just so much movement and there's like combos and like, how are they even getting these grabs? How are they even getting close enough with those short arms to get the grabs? And it all boils down to 
the bait and punish. Mm-hmm. It's that it's that chess match that's happening in 10 second increments between fox trotting at the bottom of the stage and seeing where your opponent is what they're going to do. I played against a banjo today in GSP. He would sh- he would shoot a grenade and then up B and then float over and then dare right into the stage every single time. And then he would go to the other side and rinse her. And that was pretty much all he did. So I was like, literally with Pyra, I would just, I would short hop dare as he was coming down and just smash him right into the stage. And then, and then, and he, he didn't learn. He didn't learn. He literally gave me his, it was his boss pattern as, <laughs> as you know, and it was, and that's essentially, if you want to break smash down, it's essentially every yeah. opponent is a boss. You've got to figure out the pattern before they figure out yours. Uh, I actually do want to talk. That. I want to talk to that to one second. Cause I disagree to some extent. Okay. Yeah. I, I think at the beginning, it's a boss thing. It's like mm-hmm. a, but eventually it evolves to like an AI. It's like you're fighting an AI boss. Sure. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. because there's two, because there's like, there's more than one layer to it. Cause some, so Mr. Banjo is not, is, is only doing the same thing. Let's just say you adapt and, and you start getting that, getting that guy over and over again. Mr. Banjo is not changing what, what, what he does. Right, right, right. But, but a mid level, maybe mid high level Banjo, the moment that, that y- you start adapting to that, he adapts back and he adapts and he changes like, Oh, this is how you're countering this. I'm going to counter counter that. Right. Absolutely. Right. So, well, so that's like, that's, I think the interesting nuance that comes with the bait and punish that there's, there's like these, this infinite like layers, layers to it, you know, but to back Josh up here, like I, I think, and uh, like the, the newer you are at the game, the more relevant this is like, to your point, AV. Um, but <laughs> if you are the second person to act, a lot of time people will do unsafe options. Like if you, and if the Mr. Banjo does the same stupid option again, where he down airs unsafely, you don't have to adapt until he gives you a reason to adapt. Right. Like if, if what you're doing is working over and over again, you should acknowledge that like to yourself, put the post-it note on that fact. Like, wow, he really isn't adapting, but like, Keep on hitting them. You know but what also, I mean? Like, but also put an asterisk on that post-it note and be like, not a common <laughs> common occurrence. Yeah, yeah I exactly. think to add clarity to it, it's like, this is a level one boss. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Right? I could totally agree with that. Yeah, yeah totally I, agree. It's, it's the end of level one. And <laughs> and the boss yeah. is like literally shooting, jumping, and landing. It's glowing, it's glowing and red, yes. telling you exactly where to shoot. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like like I, I, I played uh Dark Wizzy at Genesis six, I think it was, uh on stream. It's on YouTube. Uh and I kind of got bopped. I mean, I think I took one stock each game, but there were there's it was a, an ocean between me and him, clearly. Um and you know, I I immediately like even while I was fighting that match, I realized that he kind of immediately adapted to what I was doing, and he was just using a whole bunch of safe aerials to prevent me from going in on him, and I just couldn't get past his wall of aerials, and I never did, so he never stopped doing them. Ah, right, because there was no reason to. What he was doing was working. He was just walling me out with aerials, preventing my preventing my approaches. And he smoked me because I wasn't. Uh, maybe it was the the nerves. Maybe it was the he he just used his aerials very well. I mean, probably both. 
But, uh, you know, like I was the noob. I was the level one boss and he just put me to school. At least and, it was Smash you know, 4 and he didn't thousand year up tilt you, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Anything's <laughs> better than that. Uh, but, yeah, you know, I but Amy's right, though. You know, especially like and like you said, Crawler, you and Josh have had all these years of adaptation been playing for three years. So there's so many levels to when you guys play. Like there's so much back knowledge. Um, but I don't know. Just an interesting point. Yeah. And I mean, even, you know, I know the first night I played with John, he adapted to everything that I did, like, and I was not able to do, you know, and then that's where you start to go. Why did this work last time? Well, he learned, he adapted. And then I wasn't adapting because I was still trying to force those bad, those, those, uh, you know, sour moves that were just no, no good anymore. And, and that's why I was losing. Right. I mean, cause he was, he was just, just his Terry was uh, like unstoppable at one, yeah, was... like for one night. And it's been very odd. Like the way, the way that are the three, like the three of us jumping in arena and it's just, it's just a, a, a back and forth, you know, of like, of, of adapting, reacting, adapt, like, and it's, it's just this continual growth and it's, and it's great. And, uh, but man, the more I think about the more I think about like the, the the GSP grind and just the the things that we can get away with that we're like, you know, I think I think part of it is we like it. You know what I mean? We're like, yo, I like that I can <laughs> I can like full hop. Yeah, I love stamina battles. Yeah, yeah, I love stamina stuff. battles with final smashes on. Those are my favorite. Please, yeah. please have that on. Well, well, that's the that's the interesting point though that I I, I think that um as you get as you play against a, uh familiar opponents a lot like your traditional training partners and this is something that I've observed across the board this is ubiquitous this isn't just exclusive to you three um people stop doing really good options that no longer work against your friends because they've seen them before but leveraging a matchup um unfamiliarity but also b just the fact that they don't know your play style against tournament opponents or online opponents, it, there's nothing wrong with that. Like you should definitely exploit the stronger parts of your play- character's kit. Um, and until your opponent proves to you, Hey, I know how to deal with that. That's not going to work on me. You know, that, that's, that's the uh, one big takeaway I'd give to like mid-level players is don't be afraid to use the cheese. If the cheese works, like use your strong attacks, use your smash attacks, use your like big old like you know kill moves until they prove to you that it's not going to work because it, it likely will. Hundred percent. This is so I, I I don't know. I was just like smiling so much when he said that because that's like I feel like that's such good advice that that I never hear ever. <laughs> and it's like it's crazy how like like when you're playing. I I want I I want to like kind of bring this back to when I was playing peon every like every day so peon and i were like our main like main training partners and i we played a lot against each other and he was like the best player in the region but i wouldn't but i'd I'd like beat him like maybe like 70 percent of the time but he beat everyone else and dude john we need to get some new friends dude we need to get some (laughs) new friends dude but (laughs) i'm forgetting the point here i'm saying peon was definitely the better player but I wasn't, I kept, I, I think I was like optimizing my play for beating him and not for beating like 
80 or 90, 95% of the, the, of like the actual world, you know? And, and there's times when you, when you'd grind over and over against like the, the same person, like Pion was really smart. I think he, he, he'd actually use the, he, he'd like very much like try different options, like still like, uh, still like treat it as if, as if it was going to be like a, a, a tournament set. And, and, and I think, and it was very clear he got like, I mean, I, I, I want to let you tell your own story, but you, you got to like, to be like one of the best like unranked players in SoCal, I'd say, because with your with your results. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I went from a nobody to having a PGR win, you know. And AV, I'd give you a lot of the credit, but that that is the thing. Um, where, um, yeah, I suppose contextualizing your uh, practice sessions with your with your most intimate partners like the crawler like just because something isn't working against josh like josh anymore crawler doesn't mean you shouldn't abuse the hell out of it whenever you can and not feel guilty about it because i mean we're about to see in this next match it. right where oh. where, <laughs> where, where crawler just totally gets you with the up b yes <laughs> and, and like yes. And, 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 then, and then and then josh kind of pipe uh I, I remember you piping up right after i, I think or, or crawler you said that oh yeah josh never get, gets hit by that now because he always air dodges right yeah. yeah. Well, and it's, I mean, it, it, this is really interesting because my initial thought was to continue to grow, I needed to let go of things that, but I've had an instance like where, you know, I'll, I would, I would do that, that, uh, that cape stall on the mm -hmm. ledge. And I remember fighting Mr. Cool Red Luigi, I believe. And he was like Daisy or Peach. And he got the, he he pulled the uh, the the excise or whatever, right? The what's the what's the exact stitch term face? for that? But the yeah, stitch face. And I did that cape stall right into that stitch face <laughs> and killed him for the final stock. And he was just like, "What?" Right? So like, in certain circumstances, it, it can still work. And I noticed tonight, and and Avi, maybe you could you may be able to. Uh, to speak to this, I don't know, but during our matches, I rolled on stage three times and I noticed on the third time that you almost were lined up exactly where I needed to, like where you needed to be to punish that, that get up. And I didn't roll back on stage again after that. Cause I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, he's looking for it at this point. You know, so I don't know yeah. if you recall that happening, but like for that was one of the things I was like, okay, I've rolled like I'm keeping a mental note of how I'm returning to stage during the match because it's like, okay, three is about the max and now I'm going to mix it up next time because it may put them in a spot that if they're going for that, I may be able to get in and do, you know, I may be able to bait something out. Right. And then. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, like I was a little too busy reading to. To, to look at ledge options <laughs> <laughs> the problems with with the hero right you gotta read during match. but, but I'll, I'll say that i one thing that i did i if if you you had if you were doing an option over and over again i think i would have noticed it and and i was actually and i don't like really remember you doing one option over and over again but that all could be because i was reading but i I, I will say I don't I didn't recognize you rolling over and over again. And maybe in the past, like that's something that you've been that that you were kind of using as your go to option off off of the ledge. I never used it until a couple weeks ago. Really? Because 
And then now I'm realizing, especially as Mario, there are yeah. times that I can roll to an up smash and take a stock fairly easy because I'm it, it, one way or the other. I'm probably going to hit that if they're not expecting it. Right. So I may do some high recoveries, but then when I get in to see the percentages or where I could get a kill with the smash attack, I'm going to do a roll and see if I can and see if I can, uh, you know, pull something out. And, and sometimes they're, they're waiting for that that high recovery and they're like usually can i've i've caught plenty of people off guard with it and so it's been it's been it's been good but i also have to make sure that i don't just go into autopilot and start rolling on stage every single time or going high every single time or doing the cape stall right i can go into i can go to the gsp grind and cape stall all every single match because (laughs) nobody's used to it and then I will just get I will just get punished on stream or against against Crawler and John because it's just not it's not reliable. <laughs> but I, I think there's something really important to take away from that interaction, Josh, where you noticed that you had been rolling on a stage and you had yet to be punished by AV for it, but you already adapted. Like you, you gave AV the benefit of the doubt, saying, "Oh yeah, like I've shown this card a few times now. Maybe I should put it back in the deck. Yeah, you know, pull mm-hmm. it out later." And that there's a lot of wisdom in that, and that's sort of. When you adapt your play to different varying levels of opponents, I, what I always do when I play, um, you know, like in a let's say I'm in a, a major, uh, let's say I'm at the upcoming Genesis, um, and I'm playing my round one pools, and I have no idea uh, who this guy is. Maybe he's like the number one player in Montana or something. What was that AV? Uh, just um, <laughs> and uh, and and I like Why right me? away. Right, right away. There, I feel like there's a time. story there. Oh, <laughs> there let's just say, baby, if you want some money, but you, you, you got to so go to some tourneys in Montana, tra- okay? We've trashed this right. guy so much already. It was Wyoming. It was Montana. I don't know. The dude could drive. It was Wyoming. I got to move to Wyoming. So <laughs> oh, I could, uh... this guy was the like the best player in Montana, the worst player in the West Coast. It was, it was insane. <laughs> <laughs> but regardless, I didn't know that at the time. So I, you give players like the sort of mid-level benefit of the doubt. You know, I would I, is what I do. And so against someone like AV, who you know is a good player, I think that was extremely wise for you to adapt even before you got punished for it. But that's a that's a that that that's a sign that you're you're really you know adapting at a pretty high level. Well, it just looked like he had the read. That's what I was seeing. That's what I was picking yeah. up from him. I, obviously, he didn't have the read. He was reading. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, e- either way, I was like, th- that's what I'm that's some of the things that I'm I'm trying. I mean, we've been playing against Crowzone. We've been I've been I've been playing with Crowzone quite a bit. His uh, DDD. What? No, his. Oh, Kaiuza. Yeah, that is. <laughs> it is. Kazuya is ridiculous. It's like he literally just stands there and mocks you. Like, I think the only character that's more disrespectful in Smash is Steve when he's mining and just not even paying attention to you. And you're just like, I'm right here. I'm right here. Look at me when I'm trying to throw back games at you. And and but but Crozo just stands there. And you're like, I don't even know how to like, I don't know how to approach. And he's not approaching. He's just like standing back, shooting laser beams, like, and then, and then you approach and he's like 18 hit combo, you know, followed by a laser off stage. And you're just like, what do I do here? It's like, it's like a, it's like a brick wall. And 
I think the only time I've the <laughs> the the only time I beat him is we did a. <laughs> I did. I was Mario. He was Mithra Pyra, and the final stock he upbeat and did not grab ledge, and I flooded and just <laughs> and just and he was like, "Why do why'd you gotta do me like that, bro? Why'd you gotta do me like that?" And and, and it's been it's been super fun. But like the the thing that I want one of the things I want to talk about, and and you guys could probably I was talking to Crozon about this there's an interaction that happens on the regular with smash where you see within the neutral game, a, and sometimes it's neutral game. Sometimes it's advantage, disadvantage state, whatever you'll see characters in grab range. Okay. And it's like, I I've watched Crozen do this to me continually where he has that, that part of it's just a read where he's like, I know he's going to shield right here. I'm just going to drop and grab, right? Like that's, that's just a clear read. But there's these interactions where it's like shield, the other opponent, uh, and then in spot dodge, they go for a grab. They miss. They spot dodge. Like there's this dance that seems to happen often. And I feel like that's not something I'm – I don't see that dance because I'm typically just shielding and then not spot dodging. Do you guys feel – like do you guys know what I'm talking about? That kind of dance yeah. that happens with the, uh, the, the shield, with the grab, spot dodge, you know, like – like and I I feel like if I finally start spot dodging in the right times, it I I it 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 may be pretty beneficial to me, you know. Yeah, well, I I think that those out of shield sort of I don't know cluster, cl- we'll just say clusters, um, are are informed very much so by the characters that are involved in in the sort of scrap and also like what percentage both players are at. Like you're a Mario player, Josh. I mean, historically, that's your guy. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, spot dodging isn't really that good of a thing for for Mario generally because you don't really get a lot out of spot dodge canceling. Like any character with a sword, like Pyramithra, for instance, in your example, um, she has down tilt, she has ner- and she has forward tilt, she has jab, she has three really good options that you can all spot dodge cancel. So that's when mm-hmm. you like. When you spot dodge and then do any any normal attack, uh, you you uh, cancel the lag from the spot the spot dodge. So anyway, my point is is I think that like that what you're talking about is is just a symptom of the character that you've played. I think that Mario likes to go for the grabs there, or he'll roll away, or maybe jump and do a back air or something. But Mario out of shield is you don't have a ton of options, you know. So. I, I I wouldn't be too hard on yourself. I, I think that like your strengths and weaknesses as a player are completely informed by the character that you've sort of leveled up with. Mm. I feel like there's one more story to be told there, though, which is something Peon I want to <clears throat> Peon that you brought up earlier that I really want to at least bring into the conversation, which is the idea of, of um, uh, you mentioned that once you're you've seen your opponent do an option, you now respect it, right? And and one of the really important things is that if you never do an option, so Josh, let's just say you never spot dodge. Mm-hmm. That means I'm never going to go for the, the, the spot dodge read. And the spot dodge read is actually something that I look for a lot in, in ultimate because people are spot dodging everywhere. Normally, right. normally, mm-hmm. but, but, but like Pion mentioned, it's like, I don't have to respect that option at all if you don't do it and maybe yes it, it's maybe it's indicative of like of maybe yeah mario doesn't um benefit a lot from spot dodging but there might be cases where it's like where it's useful to kind of just 
spice it up you know just throw it in a bit of paprika you know and the it's like you you, you throw it in and the yeah. and, and, and 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 you throw it in and suddenly it's a good option like so if you use every option in like in this like very in these varying amounts you suddenly become unreadable so it when you think about like the bait and punish defense game or like defending against bait, bait and punish you you think about okay let me do everything a little so that they have no idea what's coming. Yeah, I love that. It, it's funny that you say too how like like you, you oftentimes are going for the the spot dodge read because there are times that I feel like I've almost baited out where people think that interaction is going to happen where it's like like spot dodge with the grab spot dodge and a lot of times I just sit. <laughs> and then just punish as soon as they come back into it's not every time, right? That's not what I'm, that's not what I'm trying to say, but there are definitely instances where, especially with Pyra, where I'm like, I'll just stand, watch him spot dodge. And then the forward smash is charged and, and ready to, ready to hit like right before they can, they can hit shield. Like I've, I, I've had that on, on, on numerous occasions. And so it's, I think, I think that's kind of what, where I'm getting at. Like, like you were saying, AV, where it was just, it's, it's another thing that like throw it a couple times so you can maybe bait something out that one time you don't do it. And, yep. you know, now they're just sitting there vulnerable. Right. And you can, yeah. you can, you can then punish it. So, um, well, we've hit an hour. I feel like crawler. We didn't even get to hardly hear from you. No, no, I feel like I was there. Okay. All right. I just, I hope I, I, this I, was a learning experience for me. I enjoyed it. You know, for real? So I, I was more of like a listener on this one, you know, like I, uh, it was very insightful because I'm lear learning from, uh, very talented people. So absolutely. John, John, all I've learned is that crawler and Josh like talking about beating you and AV <laughs> likes to talk about beating me, man. I know. And I got to we got to split. There's no video <laughs> proof of this ever going. happening. So, you know. <laughs> Oh, I love it. I love it. Well, we're going to have to do this again very soon. We are calling you guys out. Get your community together. Let's do a crew battle. The Smash tournament is going to be happening again in November. We're working on the rule set right now because we had basically our rules are going to be very simple. Like don't talk don't talk trash to your opponents. We're here to have a good time. We're here to be, you know, have good sportsmanship. And like, that's what it's about. It's about, we want people that are, that are learning to grow, not be told, Oh, you're shit at the game. Like that's not helping anybody. Right. And that's not the point of what we're trying to do. So, so we're working on like some definite rule sets, uh, just more updated rule sets. As soon as that's ready, the signups at n64josh.com slash smash will be, it will be up. Uh, there were like 75 participants in the last one, weren't they? Yeah, 75 there were people. a lot of people. I'm I'm thinking this is going to be at least another $100 uh, grand prize, at, at least. Thank so. God for Manscaped. <laughs> so what, what could i say on tiktok to get a lot of views so i could sponsor this thing you know yeah we'll we'll we'll, we'll, we'll come up with something we'll come up with AV, something i so. want to see av dance on tiktok for this oh, no. right. <laughs> jumping on his bed getting weird hey josh i, I don't want to just blow past you just challenge us to a crew battle what are the specifics i mean we accept first of all oh perfect 
what uh, what are the terms here? What what's on the line? What are the what's the format like? like well, uh, you, you got, yeah, you got good. My, my juice is pumping. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I feel like we w- 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 some of the logistics we'll have to figure out, but like, I mean, I I know w- we could probably put together like fifteen to twenty people, maybe maybe more, maybe less. Like we, I, I don't know how it can take twenty a super people for long each time. team. I mean. W- I, you, you, we, we can, we can figure out. Like I said, we don't need to go that big. Numbers, this is a crew uh, war. This is no longer <laughs> a battle. This is gonna take forever. Like, this is, this is... We'll, we'll just do battle royale. I, I just, I know, I know. On our end, there's gonna be a lot of people that'd be like, "Yo, let's go, let's take yeah. them on." So, like, oh, we um, could rally so the troops. It, it could be the kind of thing too where we, uh, you guys probably have a good idea of like your intermediate and beginner players. And we could we could bring out because uh, we have a league in our Discord, so like we know where where a lot of people are at. So yep. we could easily put, you know, put the the different crews at the different skill levels. Because when we do when we've done our crew battles with the leagues, we put beginners against beginners, intermediate against intermediate, and so on. So I mean, for the most part, we kind of try to stagger it that way, right? Yep. Um, and so d- depending on the uh, depend, like I can uh, we can get some kind of a sign up going. And then see how many people we have, and then how we how we want to break it up. Um, and uh, and who knows? Maybe it has to be like a a month long crew battle where it's like if, <laughs> Sunday, 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 BTM versus SBC. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like let's get ready to rumble, <laughs> dude. We it's, gotta, yeah. Does the losing podcast have to make like an hour long podcast about the other podcast? Yes, we have a th- we have a thirty yeah. minute segment about N sixty four Josh and Crawler's beards. Yeah, I think you have to demonstrate how to use the Manscaped product. <laughs> <laughs> Not on yourself, oh, on a on, on a, a on a nectarine. On a nectarine. Yeah. Well, I'm a ginger, Josh. There's not much of a difference. So yeah, of a difference. That's uh, yeah. That's we'll we'll get the details. We'll get we'll get them all we'll get them all figured out. But you know. I know we have a little bleed over between the communities and there's going to be no hard feelings. If somebody wants to play on one team versus it, like this is oh, all man, just for yeah. fun. And honestly, maybe yeah, don't we fight can over even... me. You know, you don't have to fight <laughs> over me. We, we maybe we could raise some money for like, like Christmas gifts for kids or something. Maybe we could make it like a charity. That event would be very fun. You if know, we, if we, if we tied it back to some sort of, um, what's the word? Well, AV help me out here. A charity stream? <laughs> no, what? What's somebody who helps people for a living? Uh, philanthropic, like a, like a non-profit yeah. Thank you, crawler. <laughs> Thanks, crawler. A yeah, philanthropic for event. Yes. Yeah, sorry. I, yeah. I haven't charity helped event. in so long. That's, that's a big that I'm forgetting word for the words. <laughs> no, that sounds like a wonderful idea, Josh. And I like the Christmas idea for for kids in need. That, that's a really cool angle. It'd be really fun. Yeah, we'll 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 get the we'll get the details going. So. uh av uh tell everybody where they can find you um you can find uh me on twitter at uh, a the letter a plus my long indian last name now uh <laughs> now it's now my my long indian last name is vaidinatha but uh, a lot of people may not know how to spell that so you can find us at the beyond the metagame twitter account but 
And that's in for- the description, right? Yeah, I, I always forget where the Beyond the Beyond the Metagame Twitter account is, so uh, I think Peon can can well, help me out there. Well, yeah. I could help you out. So that that Twitter handle is at Beyond Metagame. That's right, at Beyond Metagame. The podcast that we have is called Beyond the Metagame, but Twitter does not care about that. Uh, you can find me at Peon underscore BTM. That's Bravo Tango Mike for all you military folk. Crawler, where can we find you? Uh, podcasting around the clock and <laughs> uh, Nightcrawler724, Nightcrawlers without the E on Twitter and other places. Yeah. Johnny Bo, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me pissing people off on TikTok <laughs> a lot. <laughs> but I am Johnny Bo everywhere Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. And I'm also podcasting because Josh drags me everywhere. Now, <laughs> I know we've got like 14 shows, but it, you know, it's all good. It's all good. It's, it's going it, to, something good's going to happen from all this. I believe, I believe so you guys can follow me everywhere at N64 Josh. I think there's podcasts for, or uh, Twitter's for these shows, but I don't even know what they are anymore. How to log into them. So, um, so there you go. Uh, N64 Josh.com slash discord. If you want to get on the smash league. And uh, of course, please go and listen to beyond the metagame. It is a, a great show from hosts that have a much larger vocabulary than anybody on the Smash Bros. cast. Yeah, I kind of I don't know what anything you said was. So, <laughs> hey, hey, crawler, I'm, I'm gonna re-listen to this and look up. I'm gonna have a dictionary. Uh, I'm gonna learn to be a hero yeah. main by reading the dictionary. <laughs> there you go. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next one. Bye now. 